Phil, did you ever think Trump derangement syndrome would escalate to Stalinist show trials? To the overt weaponization of government agencies sicked on political adversaries? Because here we are. Why did the FBI raid Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate? Well, here's the TLDR version. The deep state and the regime are increasingly terrified at the mere prospect of Trump running again and winning. They've seized control of every branch of the federal government and staffed it with NKVD-style enforcers. The FBI raided Trump under the dubious auspices of a supposed investigation into Trump taking classified documents when he left office. But the 15 boxes of documents that Trump took from the White House were returned to the National Archives back in January. And the safe that the FBI broke into was reportedly completely empty. But that doesn't seem to matter. Even an absence of documents could be used to claim that Trump deliberately destroyed them. And I'm sure that the FBI would never plan anything would they? Trump is then convicted of mishandling White House records, faces up to three years in prison, and under US Code Title 18, Section 2071, anyone guilty of this shall forfeit his office and be disqualified from holding any office under the United States. And that's it, Trump 2024 is finished. They could also use the raid as a fishing expedition to bolster the flagging foundational myth that Trump incited or planned January 6th. Breaking, FBI finds 200 corpses, four quad quadrillion terabytes of CP and personal journal where former President Trump wrote, quote, I will march on Congress and break as many laws as possible on January 6th at Mar-a-Lago. Others note that the massive overreaction and dubious legality of raiding Trump could end up helping him politically. Observers say US Code Title 18 Section 2071 is superseded by the Constitution, which alone sets the eligibility criteria for the presidency. Some are even suggesting that if this all fails, they could just go right to trying to take out Trump physically. And I hear people talking they said the Democrats want this guy so bad that they wouldn't put assassination behind it. And, and I'm going to tell you something. Mm. They've tried impeachment. They've tried another impeachment. They've tried one investigation after another. This is about one thing. This is about stopping him from running in 2024. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm not into conspiracies. I'm not into anti-government rhetoric. This is the first time in my lifetime that I would say I am deathly afraid for Donald Trump. I would not put assassination behind these people. The Biden White House claimed no prior knowledge of the raid, and if you believe that, you probably believe that Biden's cognitive capacity is comparative with the top tier of Mensa. And of course, this has everything to do with Democrats being in a blind panic over polls showing Trump beating Biden in 2024. Numbers which prove the January 6th show trial hearings are yet another ineffectual damp squib. A new video shows Biden struggling to put on his own jacket.
He's clearly becoming more and more incapable with each passing day. They could run a marshmallow up against Trump in the debates and it would probably perform better than Biden. In fact, Biden's bumbling idiocy is the perfect cover for a deeply vindictive regime. A deep state now brazenly trying to imprison its political adversaries as it lashes out in its final death rattle. But while rigged show trials and third world style purges are the Democrats' method of choice, establishment Republicans seem more concerned with winning a pointless moral argument. Oh, if only the despotic totalitarians would maintain ideological consistency and fairness like us. Let's just point out their hypocrisy and maybe they'll stop doing all this? Yeah, good luck with that. You'll regret weaponizing the FBI when the GOP gets into power. Lol, said the scorpion, LMFAO. But what about Hunter Biden? What about it? Who cares? Why would Democrats care about optics when they're busy trying to lock up all the dissidents? GOP House leader Kevin McCarthy told Attorney General Merrick Garland to quote, Preserve your documents. Ooh, I bet he shat his pants. Maybe he'll even have to attend a futile hearing. Lindsey Graham said the raid was problematic. Whoa, careful with that rash rhetoric there, Lindsay. Don't want to sound too extreme. If they can do it to a former president, imagine what they can do to you. They've already done it to Trump supporters, some of whom are still being tortured in jail as January 6 political prisoners. Rubio says never before in America has government power been used to persecute political opponents. Has he been living under a rock for the past five years? Half the people who helped elect Trump have been targeted for total destruction. Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell, meanwhile, hasn't even bothered to tweet about the raid. Not a single tweet. The likes of Paul Gossar and Marjorie Taylor Greene, on the other hand, two people repeatedly backstabbed and shunned by the Republican establishment, dared suggest that when Republicans, if ever, get back into power, they actually play the same game as the Democrats and... Get this. Exercise their power while in office to target the people and agencies responsible for all this. Incredible, I know. Maybe if, somehow, Trump wins again, he won't appoint to high positions of power the very same people who want to sabotage and destroy him. Rubio and co are right about one thing, though. America is now a banana republic. A perfect mirror of tyranny. Lawlessness at the bottom lawlessness at the top. A country where actual criminals are given total free reign and the truth tellers are demonized, persecuted and ultimately eliminated. Since 2016, the deep state hasn't tried to hide what it's doing. They want everyone to know what they're doing. To frighten any and all political opposition into cowed silence. To collectively monster tens of millions of Trump supporters as domestic extremists. To make their lives a misery. To make an example out of them. We already know all that, but the bigger question remains, are Republicans actually going to do anything about it? It's absolutely crucial for you to help me fight the war on free speech by supporting me via subscribe star, link in description, and also signing up for my free newsletter at summit.news forward slash newsletter. Does anybody have any credibility anymore? If you actually, if you are actually celebrating what is happening with Donald Trump, you have no idea 
how much this changes things. You may be for the destruction of America, and then you celebrate. If you're not for the destruction of America, you better pay attention quickly. This is a massive move. And who has credibility on it? Nobody's going to believe Donald Trump. Okay, the, the right will believe Donald Trump, but nobody on the left. So you're not going to change any minds there. Do you think the right's going to believe the New York Times, MSNBC, NBC, CBS? You think we're going to believe the New York Times? The people who have been carrying water for the Biden crimes, the Clinton crimes? And I'm not talking about the stupid death list. I'm talking about a server. And, and having her own State Department people go into a skiff, which is the top secret room. It's completely sealed off. Going in, getting documents, cutting off top secret, and then emailing them to her on her private server. And nothing. And now you're going to try to convince me this has nothing to do with January 6th. Okay. What does it have to do with? Well, it's a National Archives thing. He's got papers that should be in the history department. Excuse me, what? He has top secret papers. We have pictures. Coincidentally, they came out yesterday, right around the time of the uh, of the raid, uh, you know, of him flushing uh, stuff down the toilet. We don't know what it was, but somebody, uh, somebody who's nameless uh, took pictures of his toilets uh, when he was traveling and... Uh, he, you know, he was smart enough to rip them up, so we don't know what they said, but he wasn't smart enough to flush them. You know, he's one of those guys that just leaves the toilet without flushing it. I mean, there wasn't anything in it except the papers that he tore up because he wanted to make sure that nobody ever saw those papers and they were destroyed. And then he went in and he ripped them up over the toilet, let them in the toilet, and then he forgets to flush. I don't even know if he washed his hands. But lucky for you, we had somebody with him with a camera on their phone. And they went in right after him. Hey, light a match, Mr. President. Click. Good thing for us, huh? That's ridiculous. The bank servers, he's got, he's pinging a bank. Untrue. Carter Page is a Russian spy. Untrue. Donald Trump is a Russian spy. Does he look like a Russian spy? Untrue. Collusion with Russia. Untrue. Ukraine, the perfect phone call. Uh, not true. Not true. Wasn't a perfect phone call. Was not impeachable. The P-tape dossier. None of that was true. Here's why they can't have him as president of the United States. Okay? This is not just about their hatred for Donald Trump. This is about the elites. Now, I've got to tell you, I don't, I don't like the Secret Service. I've said this since uh, Bush was in office. Uh, I think there's a problem in the Secret Service. I think it's poorly run. I am a guy who has paid about a million dollars for my family's security every freaking year for the last 15 years. Okay? Think about that. Oh, Glenn Beck must be rolling into dough. No, not after the security costs. Thank you. But I want my family to be safe. 
And I would rather have my security than any security from the Secret Service because they rely on money. That's it. They'll solve it with money. We'll just get more guys. Uh, Donald Trump should hire his own security. Donald Trump should hire his own security because, I'm sorry, whether it is through just stupidity or it's part of the government, I don't know. If you're on the Secret Service detail of Donald Trump, God bless you. I watched you guys at CPAC. I watched you more than I watched anything else. I saw your eyes. I watched you. And there are those on his team that whether you like him or not are doing your job. And I thank you for that. But if they can't get this guy by hook or by crook to go in and be a part of the new jail system for political opponents, they will kill him. They cannot have him be president because he is America first. Not only that, you do this to this guy? Ah, gee, you've gone after my family. You've gone after me. You lied about me. I have the evidence. All I have to do is bring it out because it's all on videotape on some dumb son's phone. Do you really think a new Justice Department that's not even political, but just clear that hold nothing back? Hillary Clinton and her Clinton initiative. Do you think the Clinton initiative, that there's no impropriety going on there? Do you really think that Adam Schiff, who's lied? There's nothing there. Nothing for Hunter. Nothing for Joe Biden in, you know, uh, in China. Nothing. No, there's nothing there. BlackRock, the collusion with the banks, everything that they're doing now, right now, you don't think that a Justice Department that is hell-bent on cleaning and settling scores, could settle scores pretty damn quickly? I hope we don't get there. Because this has to be about reasoned justice. But look at what they've just caused. What is their end game? What is the end game? You make him into a martyr by throwing me in jail or killing him? You make him a martyr, so you make him stronger. That doesn't make sense. Why would you want that? Well, we just want him out of the... You think Ron DeSantis isn't going to be the immediate front runner, And that Ron DeSantis would be easier to beat in your book? Are you that stupid? You Wait, you take out Donald Trump, and then the heir apparent, Ron DeSantis, runs, and for some reason you think that all the Trump supporters wouldn't go, yep. Hmm. What is your endgame? 
the only one that makes sense to me is stop him at any cost. And lunatics will take to the streets. And then we'll have our evidence that they are more dangerous than anyone could possibly imagine. Please pray for your country. I'd, lo- I'd love, I don't, I don't expect to hear from any, but I, I would love to hear from a Democrat today. Alan Dershowitz has the balls to come on. Wait till you hear what he has to say. Is there a single Democrat within the sound of my voice? Single one? That doesn't, that, that, that sees this? Where, where are the FBI agents? Where are the frickin' FBI agents? Who don't see what's coming. Stu looked up the things. for 87,000 IRS agents. Coupled with what they already have. That's about 170. That's almost the size of our National Guard. You feel comfortable with that, Democrats? You don't think that there's a possibility that... Not this guy, because this guy is so perfect. He's made your life so so good. I mean, everything he's done is sunshine and lollipops. Do you really think that there's no possibility that someone, even Donald Trump, might come in at some point and weaponize the IRS? Is there anybody? Is there a single Democrat? Call me. I'd love to hear from you. 888-727-BECK. Is there one? Because, look, I voted for the guy. But this is too far. This is too much. Anybody that says, oh, you would have done that to Hillary Clinton, I would have gone ape. Fascist. I see what you guys have been worried about. 888 surprisingly no. 888-727-BECK. This country is under attack after a year and a half of the Democrats digging for dirt to try to connect President Trump to some supposed crime that happened at the Capitol on January 6th. They found nothing. So, as I'm sure you heard, his personal residence was raided by the FBI yesterday at Mar-a-Lago looking for stolen classified documents that he allegedly removed from the White House after he left the Oval Office. First of all, a president can declassify anything that he wants to. Second, even if that wasn't the case, in order for him to have committed a crime of removing classified material from a secure location, he would have had to have knowingly removed it. And since his staff were the ones who packed his things and then brought the boxes to Mar-a-Lago, if there just so happens to be a classified document in one of those boxes, President Trump didn't know because he wasn't the one who put it there. And third, when rumors or accusations started swirling that he might have stolen classified material, he invited the FBI to come and look through all of the material that he brought to Mar-a-Lago just to be sure. But instead, they decided to raid his personal residence when he was out of town, he was in New York, And then they even broke into his personal safe where they found nothing. This is COINTELPRO 101. If you haven't heard of COINTELPRO, it's an old declassified FBI program that they admit was routinely involved in breaking the law in order to 
harass and spy on people in the civil rights movement and anti-war activists during the Vietnam War, including, of course, Martin Luther King. And like all corrupt government programs, once they get caught, they claim that they shut it down and they're just not doing... And like all corrupt government programs... <clears throat> and like all government... And like all corrupt government programs, after they get caught, they claim that they shut it down and that's just something that they used to do, which is obviously always a lie. Of course, it's no coincidence this happened just a few hours after bogus photos were first published showing proof that Donald Trump destroyed presidential records by ripping up documents and then trying to flush them down the toilet. Only then, a staffer came in to use the bathroom afterwards and saw the blue pieces floating in the toilet and took the photos as evidence. This is the same FBI that used a fake document to then get a search warrant to spy on Trump's campaign and then try to smear him as a Russian agent and derail his administration for three years. You take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, He's being really dumb to do this. What do you think the intelligence community would do if they were motivated? I don't know. Here's former Congressman Ron Paul talking back in 1988 about how the FBI were up to the same tricks back then. You know, most of our history, we didn't, didn't have those institutions. The FBI came in uh, during the First World War. And interestingly enough, one thing that Woodrow Wilson did, he used the FBI to spy on American citizens and actually arrests them if they disagreed with his foreign policy about going to war in Europe. And isn't it interesting how recent they used it in the Vietnam era? Democrats used it there. Republicans used the FBI to spy on a hundred different groups in this country, including the churches, who disagreed with the policy in uh, Central America. It almost looks like the FBI was designed to spy on Americans who might be disagreeing uh, with policy, especially the foreign policy. So the FBI, although I don't think I could condemn everything they've ever done, because I'm sure uh, some of the investigations and investigation of crime uh, has been beneficial, but that could be accomplished through Justice Department within our states. We wouldn't reject that uh, portion of it. But I think the, the FBI has uh, kept and continues to keep a lot of records on a lot of individuals. The CIA has only been here since 1947. Their record is lousy. Here's a quote from a textbook called Understanding Lawyers' Ethics. This is a book that I own, by the way. This is a book that I've read. These are my yellow highlights. I didn't go to law school. I have a bachelor's degree in communication, but I have read a bunch of law books just because I find it to be a fascinating topic. It's about how some people like to abuse the legal system and what's called lawfare through selective prosecution. Quote, the first major issue of prosecutorial discretion is the decision to investigate. Justice Robert Jackson, who was a Supreme Court justice, called that the most dangerous power of the prosecutor because it enables the prosecutor to pick people he thinks he should get rather than pick the cases that need to be prosecuted. Irving Younger reflected on his own experience as a prosecutor, similarly observed that a prosecutor's power to damage or destroy another one he chooses to indict is virtually limitless. Bennett Garsham, another former prosecutor who is one of the most thoughtful commentators on prosecutors' ethics, noted that the prosecutor's decision to institute criminal charges is the broadest and least regulated power in American criminal law. When a prosecutor focuses on a person, Jackson said, it's not a question of discovering the commission of a crime and then looking for a man who has committed it. It is a question of picking the man and then searching the law books or putting investigators to work to pin some offense on him. 
At that point, law enforcement becomes personal, and the real crime becomes that of being unpopular with the predominant or governing group, or being attached to the wrong political views. I've always been under the impression that when the January 6th Kangaroo Committee wraps up their pretend investigation, that the Justice Department wouldn't charge Trump with any crimes. They're just trying to erode support so that he hopefully wouldn't run again in 2024. And then Mayor Garland, though, however, would come out and say that they did find sufficient evidence that they believe he has committed the crimes, but they're not going to indict him because it's the policy not to actually indict someone unless they believe that they can get a conviction. And then they'll say that because they would inevitably get some Trump supporters on the jury, that they would hang the jury and they would never convict that they're not going to indict for that reason and then just blame Trump supporters for not being able to pursue justice. And they have plenty of evidence, but it's the policy not to actually indict unless they believe they can get a conviction. On the other hand, we probably shouldn't put anything past these people at this point. And if they don't indict them for something about January 6th, then maybe one of those FBI agents slipped a little classified document into his souvenirs at Mar-a-Lago and they'll try to get him on that. But either way, we're a collapsing empire. Financially, intellectually, morally, politically, spiritually. You can see the writing on the wall. We may limp along for another generation or two, but you can see that we are rapidly approaching the cliff. The liberal media industrial complex endorses child drag queens. Gays are adopting children. 20 million illegal aliens have invaded this country and are helping it go bankrupt and sucking off the rest of us. National divorce was trending again on Twitter last night. People are talking about secession and balkanization. And I always thought that if any states seceded from the union, it would be Republican states. People always talk about Texas seceding. But you know what? We are America. It's the liberal states which should secede. They're the ones who hate this country. They're the ones who hate all of the rights in the Bill of Rights. They're the ones who hate our history. They're the ones who hate our symbols. They're the ones who hate the very name of Washington, D.C. and the flag that represents this country. Whatever happens in the coming months and next year and a half as the 2024 election rapidly approaches, we are America. And no matter how much the liberals hate it, it's Trump's America. And order your Trump's America shirt from my online store at markdice.com or click the link in the description below. Or if that's not your style, pick up a Trump was right shirt or a Trump 2024 shirt or any of my awesome designs, all available in a t-shirt, long sleeve, and a hoodie, and a whole bunch of different colors as well. So head on over to markdice.com or click the link in the description below and check them out.